Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree Rowell. Hello there. We are back at it again and I am so grateful to be on this platform on this day. And I hope you all are having a wonderful day and are also making sure that you are being mindful of what you are thinking. Because what you think is also how you're going to feel and what you feel is going to have an influence on how you behave. Are you mindful of what you're thinking on this day? It is so uh, exhilarating. I think that's the word. It is so, to me, to me, it is exhilarating to be able to um, just be at peace about things, you know, I'm talking about that type of peace that surpasses our understanding. That's that's what I'm talking about. And not allowing anything or anyone to come and disturb it. You know, when you master something at that level, so exhilarating. You just be walking around here just telling people no and, you know, just not even feeling guilty, not even thinking about what they could be thinking about about you. You know, that you could care less. But not to be ugly to people because it's not being ugly. It's what you call self-care. That is a big difference between being uh, caring about yourself and your health than being selfish, you know. There is a really big difference between the two. And when people sit up here and think that you are just sitting up there being selfish, I'm like, baby, just because I am thinking about taking care of myself before I be concerned about taking care of other people, it is important. Let's think about that because if we are on a plane and, you know, whether you're on a plane or I'm on a plane, let's say either one of us have our kids on the plane, some disturbance or whatever on the plane and some turbulence, and they say, put your mask on. I'm going to be the first to put my mask on first because in order to take care of my kids, I have to be 100% in order to take care of them. There's no sense in me trying to run rush to them real quick and put their mask on when I don't have on mine because I'm, I'm probably going to pass out while I'm trying to put theirs on. And that's not going to be any good. So it's best for me to put on mine first and then... Right after that, as soon as I have my mask on, I'm putting on layers. Because we, how can you take care of somebody else and you're going to be all falling out and passing out? You, you're not. You're not going to be able to take care of anyone. So, in order to take care of you have to be making sure that you're taking care of, of yourself. Now, the definition of self-care is in consideration for others. Only with your own personal profit or pleasure. That's it. Now, with self-care, 
you are being considerate of the other person because I'm making sure that I am 100% the best version of myself so that I can give that to you, so that I can bring forth that to the other person. Because if I'm not, then I'm just going to end up hurting them. Because hurt people do hurt people. And tired folks do hurt other people because when you're so exhausted and tired and about to pass out and you about to you get irritated guess what you already hurting somebody because as soon as you say something it ain't gonna come out in loving kindness it's gonna come out of irritability it's gonna come out of frustration you see what i'm saying you see where i'm going here that's why i say consideration of other people also come from you being considerate of them by taking care of yourself because you know that if you're being irritated and frustrated, that's all that's going to come out. Because that's how you feel. And that's exactly how you're going to behave. And, and you can go back and apologize and all that good stuff, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So let's kick this off with a quote. You cannot heal in the same place that made you sick. I got this off of... Um, a blog called OurMindForLife.com and I was like, wow. I've been trying to get people to understand that, you know, as me as a therapist, I've been trying to get people to understand that how can you heal and you're in the same spot? You're in the same place that made you sick. And when I saw this quote, I was like, wow. This is so phenomenal. This is so profound because people do not understand that. How can you heal? You're in the same place that made you sick. You seen, you've been traumatized over and over. You're seeing it over and over. You've been emotionally triggered over and over. And then come and, you know, try to be the best person or be the best version of yourself around others, oh, you're not even healed. You're not even healing, you know? It's like you go out there and you hurt yourself and you ran your um, cast or whatever. It's like you just went right back out there and just uh, continue doing what you were doing, hitting your arm against whatever, and it just never heals. You cannot heal in the same place that made you sick. And some people find it um, wrong to, to isolate themselves from people who are toxic. Mm, mm, there's nothing wrong with isolating yourself from people who are toxic, people who do not support you, people who do not believe the same things you believe, people who do not um, care about you, people who do not... <laughs> The list go on and on. Why continue being in the same place? You're going to continue being sick. You're never going to be healed. That's the same way with your mental and emotional health. But, of course, people can do what they want to do. It is your right, you know. You can decide to do whatever you want to do. You, you have a free will, just like I do. I prefer to just isolate myself from, from those who are not doing me any good. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. Well, really, I'm not sorry. I'm but I'm glad 
but I have sense enough to walk away. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, my baby, you're not going to be here. All right. So, we are talking about narcissistic personality disorder. And I have been on this podcast talking about the traits, narcissistic traits, you know, characteristics of this NPD. And, of course, according to the uh, DSM-5, you do have to have five of the traits that's out of nine in order to be diagnosed with NPD. But I do want y'all to understand that there are people out there who can have these narcissistic traits but do not have a personality disorder. So they could have one of these traits, one of these traits or whatever that, you know, um, that they are characterizing that, that, that you see in them and you and you know that hey um, this right here just don't seem right with me it just ain't sitting right with my spirit baby guess what they could it could be that they just have a narcissistic trait but it's up to you to deal with them if you want to it's up to you to have relationships with them if you want to but if you notice that that is something that is not beneficial to you it's okay to isolate yourself it's okay to walk away it's okay to say you know, I really don't want to be your friend. And it's your, like I said earlier, it's your free will. But the fourth trait is narcissists require excessive admiration. They require it. No if, and, or but about it. It is a deep need for Excessive admiration. I have to have people admire me. That's exactly what they thoughts are. They they think that they have to have it. They need it like they need water. They just have to have excessive admiration. Admiration is respect and warm approval. So of course, this would look like in uh, a a I say any type of friendship or relationship what this would look like is is that the person will always be talking about themselves always be talking about what they have done in their lives and they expect you to admire it they expect you to so if they come into the house and they tell you all about their day and they're saying that what they had did is so awesome and so wonderful i'm just so proud of myself they expect you to also be part of them. And they expect you to open up your mouth and say, Oh, awesome, wonderful. That is so good of you. That is so nice of you. That is so awesome. I'm so happy for you. I'm proud of you. They expect you to have an excessive admiration. And it is really no telling how long they're going to talk about it. Because they may, they may continue to have to talk about it all day. And, but the thing is, is that um, it is a deep need for it. And when they don't get it, that's when you see the frustration and the irritability coming out because it is a need. And if they don't get it met, they're going to expect you to do it. So that's the first trait for um, narcissistic personality disorder. And I hope you all have a wonderful day on this day. Until then.
Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.